Buenas and welcome to the Dear Gorgeous podcast. We're your hosts, Akina and Jelena, two Micronesian and Asian women from the beautiful island of Guanghan. And we're on a mission to share the stories of inspirational Asian and Pacific Islander women from around the world. So it's been a minute since we checked in and it's been a minute since we actually uh, uploaded an episode. So I think going into it, um, there's been a lot of changes. <laughs> I feel like that's just like every episode that we put out since last year, which has only been like one or two, but <laughs> oh my God, so many changes. <laughs> Life happens. Life happens. But um, so, hey guys, surprise, we're back. Um, <laughs> really big changes are happening. Um, I officially moved to Hawaii, so the Dear Gorgeous Girls are now officially remote. And Jelena, you have some oh, updates and news. I had my baby. I had Lily in May. Um, and it's been a whirlwind. It's been a, I've been telling everybody this, it's been a transformational time. I can imagine. Well, you, you have her after Mother's Day or around Mother's Day, right? So it's Sunday. After. Like a after. Week. Yeah. How's it show being a being a new mom? Oh, it's so it's a lot. I've I mean, I think we could probably spend a whole episode talking about it, to be honest with you. Um, but it's just been Wow, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. You have to ask me more specific questions. <laughs> I mean, like on the surface, I'm yeah. not getting obviously I'm not getting a, a lot of sleep, and um, I didn't really get a lot of time off from work either. So mm-hmm. I went back at, to work after a month, but I do get to work from home okay, for the time being. So that's been helpful, but also hard, you know. Yeah. Um, what can I say? It's like a whole new part of myself that I didn't know existed. Jelena, the mom. Yeah. Um, so much has changed since this time last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we we're still like in the midst of the pandemic and um, there are a lot of well, things that I, came up for you. Same thing for I me. I feel like the quarantines and the lockdowns were just starting, but I still feel like we're very much in the middle of a pandemic, you know, like Mm-hmm. especially now that like I have Lily I mean I think it'll it feels less like for her she's not um what do you call it like her immune system is still building yeah she's crying, she's crying so I have to you know pretend I can't pretend like there is another noise going on when we're recording. <laughs> sorry guys my baby's crying. um you know with her immune system and stuff it's like being super conscious about being in big crowds and stuff, I think normally is really um, scary for new parents, but especially now it's even more scary. Yeah. Um, like I was, I was nervous to see Lily um, until she was yeah. just like a month and a half. Yeah, there's been, you know, and then there's a talk about like whether or not that, you know, getting vaccinated is the right thing to do. And yeah. uh, I mean, she's either way, she's not eligible to be vaccinated. She's too young. But yeah, there's so much that I've been processing as far as just even wanting to keep her safe, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. But 
one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was kind of inspired by this like app that one of my mommy Instagram friends um, introduced me to called Wonder Weeks. And mm. it's basically like based off of, they call them leaps, where yeah. a child develops, um, goes through like a huge kind of like growth spurt in the way they perceive the world and their skills and their mobility and all of that. And um, the app sort of helps you track these leaps. And according to the app, they've been able to find that children take about 10 leaps within the first 20 months of their lives. Mm -hmm. And um, so that helps you track like when your child is kind of coming up on one and like mm -hmm. look how to look out for certain signals, you know, like if she's extra cranky or she doesn't want to eat as much and then gives you like the list of skills or new perceptions that the baby is growing into during the specific leap and then help gives you tips on how to help the baby through it. It's like idea of a leap, right? Like you're leaping into a new space or leaping into looking at your world or experiencing yourself in a completely different way due to maybe a situation that happened to you or you're learning, you know, just your, I don't know, like, you know how when, you wake up one day and you're just like, holy shit, like my world looks different because you know something new or you, or you've discovered something or like for in my, in my experience, it's becoming a mother. Um, I feel like we're both sort of going through these leaps as well. And it's, no, getting, it's, absolutely. Tripping, me, it's tripping me out, girl. It's tripping and, me out. and it's not like it happened overnight, right? It's not that you found out you're pregnant or you gave birth the next day. Like you had nine months to kind of go through all those emotions it. and think about it and you know process and follow the ebb and flow of pregnancy and these are like the small leaps that you take that eventually turn into huge ripples of change you know yeah. from giving birth to incredible beautiful human being and then having to nurture and guide and support and mentor her for her entire life even after 18 and so on and so forth when you think about the timing too like you have been talking about moving when I met you since I met you and that was like two years ago at least over yeah. two years ago and two and a half years ago something that you've been thinking about but not just the, the moving part like the even career-wise you know you have dreams that um I don't think that you that you weren't necessarily pursuing working at your old job right that you wanted to really focus on and and so like, tell me about that. Like, yeah, I had nine months to prepare and think about this, but like, tell me about what that was like for you to go mm -hmm. over like, okay, so where do I want to be as far as my career goes and what I spend my time doing every day? And how did that lead you to, to basically quit your job and leave all of your loved ones behind? <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Um, I think like, I've been doing a lot of reflecting since I moved to Hawaii and I realized that I've had a lot of almost like half-baked dreams, if that makes sense. Mm, when I moved, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, when I moved back in 2018, it was for reasons that were completely out of my control. Um, prior to that, I was living in Bali, wanting to make it as a freelance writer and start my own business. But before I was fully able to, you know, basically eat the fruits of that labor. Um, my dad had passed away, so I had 
come back home. And there's a silver lining in that too, because because I came home, I was able to meet you. And Dear Gorgeous was just an idea at that time. It turned into this like beautiful community in this podcast. But I realized that there are a lot of dreams that I have, but I don't know if like you hit a certain age and then you start rethinking those dreams and trying to talk yourself through letting go of some of them and really looking and see which ones you can't let go. Mm. Um, and so I had to check in and reassess a lot of my life at this point that prompted this move. And, you know, it's no secret, my mental health was in the best place. Um, and some of the guilt that was feeling a multitude of levels in terms of even giving myself time to like fully grieve my dad. I feel like I wasn't able to do um, or any emotions of like just growing up and that's what we're doing is that we're growing up so I had to like rethink some of my dreams which included do I still want to be an author do I still do I still want to be a writer and the one thing I couldn't really let go was I needed to leave one more time and relive or finish that half-baked dream of Bali and make it actually out to Europe and try living there. That was the one thing I couldn't, couldn't let go. I told myself, all right, let's let's do it. But with that comes a lot of guilt, including leaving my mother, who's also a widow, you know, and coming from Guam, a small island in the community, there's a lot of responsibility think, that we have. I think, yeah, that was definitely one of the main things that I saw you as a friend sort of processing throughout the past couple of years is what does that mean if I leave and my mom is just you know my mom's here because you guys are so close um how did did you can you talk a little bit of, about that and how has that been yeah um well obviously like last year was COVID it's pretty huge it was hard I had to really sit with myself and get the courage to tell my mom like hey I'm gonna go and of course her first initial reaction being a Asian mother is why are you gonna give up your security to go chase something that's not even defined right and a lot of my opinions about jumping in head first into the unknown has changed so much since Bali like Bali I was looking at it with it's like this dream of becoming a writer, entrepreneur, whatever it is, and you know, you can manifest things into existence. I'm not saying that that's not possible, but this time around, I really had to reshape and rethink that yes, that's possible, but what are some of the structures that I'm willing to set into place while I do this? You know, mm-hmm. and I truly believe that you can work a full time job and then pursue your passion project on the side as Elizabeth Gilbert writes in one of her books. And after listening to that podcast, what's that? Is that the Eat, Pray, Love Chick? Yeah, um, but her book was the, uh, it's not coming to my head right now, uh, Big Magic, Created Living Beyond Fear. And after listening to that podcast, I was like, oh shoot, that's completely possible. But yeah, my mom was against it. And the last thing that she just said to me before fully giving me her blessing is that this is what your father would have wanted. So dedicating this whole entire year to healing while kind of being on this journey, discovering and being with my dad and trying to have this like last 
or unofficial like father-daughter trip around the world to kind of see the places that he's seen and see the world through his eyes because he was the one that was kind of like my compass in life and now that I no longer have that in the physical sense let me go and write my own story that after that I think I would be able to fill this void that I've been feeling for a very very long time I don't know it's a lot of unpacking <laughs> for sure really filled you Lily fails you. Yeah. I mean, in that sense too, like, how are you adjusting to everything? I think sometimes we forget to check in with the mom and be like, hey, how, how are you doing on all levels, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically? Yeah. Um, I think some days I feel like I'm losing my shit. <laughs> yeah, but every right too. <laughs> I'm, I've got it figured out. And then some days I have a mixture of both, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, oh, there's so many aspects to this. I've, well, I'm super grateful that I've like, I have like, you know, my, I've made friends like online, like on Instagram, just like mo- my mommy friends yeah. online. It's been like such a, a cool like outlet just to connect. I mean, it's not like we're having these like long conversations or anything like that, but I find the more vulnerable that I allow myself to be about what this experience has been, the more I find that it's common or the things that I'm grappling with are really common. So funny, when we first started the podcast, it was like identity, identity, identity. And I do feel like it's still kind of identity, 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 or just like, you know, just like all of these new, there's so many new stimuli that were, that's around us. I, like a month before I started, or my due date, I took a full-time position as a copy editor. Mm -hmm. It was just, it came out of, the opportunity came out of the blue. And it was so interesting because, um, you know, I spent most of the pandemic after the, like, lockdown started, like, I stopped being able to teach yoga and all that stuff. And then I, I, my depression got so bad. Mm-hmm. I just basically had like no I had no real motivation to like a lot of people were like starting to teach yoga online and you know what I mean like people yeah. found their ways around not being able to teach anymore and I just did not have the motivation to um and so for months I was like me and my partner Kai we were like he was he would ask me like what do you want to do like what are you doing because I really wasn't doing anything I was like basically sleeping all the time and um just yeah I was I was in a really bad slump and I just basically was like if there was anything that I'm even remotely interested in like what could I do just to do something for myself like it had I didn't I I couldn't even think as far as like having a goal or a career from it I'm just like what is something I'd like to do because I'd gotten so far into this slump where like I just feel like I was just a potato like I wasn't doing shit mm-hmm. and I was in the in the writing workshop that um that you're also in yeah group or groups I even within my slump like needed to take a break I was like hey I I just you know I messaged um Lola mm-hmm. I was like I just need some a few months to myself like I was so, it was so bad I couldn't even write anymore but when I had started reflecting on it, it was, I do love writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do love like this creative part of using words. 
and I was like, editing sounds kind of fun. Like, why don't I just, so I went to and like found this like certification that I could get and work on just, you know, just to have something to do for writing and editing. And that was it. It was like, I'm just going to do this on Coursera and whatever. And then like a month or two later, this job manifests. And it's so interesting because before yoga and all of that, my career was banking and, and then I had an acting degree. So like, I just always felt sort of confined to that. Like I got, I got a liberal arts degree and it's not very versatile. So um, I'm going to be stuck in banking for my whole life. Like, yeah, you know, like I was pretty, like, I felt really limited by my own skills. Um, yeah. So it was such an interesting and beautiful experience for me to, to go through things that I love and be like, Oh, I like writing. I like editing and just start playing with it and learning about it. And then all of a sudden now, you know, I was able, now I'm working now I'm making money doing it. Like that's, it's, um, talk about a leap. Like I went from not even believing that that was possible to conjuring up a whole new path for myself and being able to follow it, you know? Um, But it did have, you know, I took this job like a month before I gave birth. And then I went a month after I went back a month after I gave birth. And so there, it's like a huge integration of these parts of me of, of like, okay, what is Jelena professionally? Who is she professionally? Who is she as a mother? Obviously, I'm still learning both of those things. And who is she as a partner? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm just going through all of that right now and I do not at all have it figured out. Um, There's no manual for this. There's so many um, books on what to expect, right? When you're expecting or just personal development books about changing career and setting a mindset. But really it's, I think one thing I noticed is that you could start over at any time and that itself is completely okay, but it's also scary as shit. I guess the biggest difference though is now that I have Lily that it all feels way more urgent. Mm-hmm. You know, like before I had her, it was just me. It's It was just, okay, my own self-improvement, my own, my, the you know, the consequences mostly were I dealt with them and I now that I have her I feel more of an urgency behind like figuring certain things out so that I don't pass Mm -hmm. things to her that she doesn't need to deal with you know um do you feel pressure on her yeah in some way to like further shut out by a certain time yeah because I never want you know the if you know if I'm still dealing with like huge amounts of shame or insecurity about certain things it'll be hard not to impose those on her onto her and on the most at the most basic level right you hear a lot of people you know talk about how like oh their moms didn't like their bodies growing up so how do you know like how how do you teach your daughter to be happy with her body if you're not happy with yours Mm. you know and that's just like a really not basic that's a really tough you know relationship with body is is tough but uh you know that's just one example yeah no definitely it's the whole concept and idea of taking care of yourself first right yeah yeah no that's so when i prompted this move several people asked me like hey i'll be honest with you like are you running away Mm -hmm. or whatever that was going through 
And I had to sit with myself and ask myself, like, okay, am I running away? I think you're the one that told me, like, hey, if you're running away, like, who the fuck cares? Go, <laughs> but go with an intention, you know? Mm-hmm. So what, what is your intent for moving in the first place? And I remember you told me to get really clear on that. And that clarity was that I've been feeling unsettled my whole entire life. I've always had this yearning to live in different places, partly because I felt like I didn't quite belong anywhere. And Guam is always home, and there's a special place for your home. But for my soul, I just, it was just dispersed like all over the place. And um, I told myself that for this year, I'm going to really dedicate this journey to figuring out what the hell it means to be happy. And to figure this out, I'm going to go and ask a bunch of random strangers and friends and people I meet along the way, ask them like, hey, what what makes you happy? And I asked someone yesterday, um, it's, it's a friend that I just like recently made here in Hawaii that I asked him, like, he, he took a moment to answer too. And he was like, I don't know. And the conclusion that we came up with last night was that our definition of happiness is ever evolving. And for him specifically is that if he's able to be this like light during someone's darkest moments, just for a little bit, that's what makes him happy. And just kind of like uncovering that, I feel after I do this interview and just kind of travel for a bit, then I could allow myself to be grounded. But right now I honor the fact that I'm not and I'm all over the place, even at 31, because society expects you to have your shit together by 31. I'm interested too, because you were saying um, you want to take this time to figure, to learn what it means to be happy. So are you saying that, because you also said you you haven't felt settled your whole life. Mm-mm. So is it being unsettled that has made you feel unhappy? Is that what you're saying? Um, to be honest, I'm kind of like unpacking that a lot. Okay. Um, What's the definition of being settled though? Like, what do you mean unsettled? Just like... Settled, I think for me, means that being okay to like plant roots somewhere and mm-hmm. not having time constrict anything that you want to do but in my mind I'm still in that frame of mind where I think like okay if I decide to move to Colorado that means there's going to be like three or five five years of my life in Colorado and I'm at that point in my life like "Mm, I don't know if I want to do that yet and I want to get to that place like yeah time doesn't really matter you know I'm I'm ready to stay here I'm ready to plant my roots here I'm ready to grow here whether it be three or five years or whether it be one year and I think it's just like that fear of feeling unaccomplished or fear of feeling unfulfilled. So this part too, okay, this this part is goes along with one of the things that I've been really contemplating is this idea of like desirability. Mm-hmm. So like after, you know, after I get, obviously like there's a whole like, oh my stretch marks, blah, blah, blah. so there's that, the idea of being desirable as a woman in this mm-hmm. day and age in our world. And then, um, and what it like, what is our obsession with being desirable? Like why, you know, like mm. so the contemplation of like, okay, I want to feel accomplished, but for what? Like, and, and what will make you feel accomplished? Is it having a career that everyone will respect? Is it 
having a body that everyone will, you know, oh, that will be safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and there's no. like the only, and I haven't at all figured it out too, because I just haven't, but feeling yeah. linking, like being desirable to even be like surviving basically, mm-hmm. or to, to having the most access to certain resources as a desirable entity mm-hmm. or a human being or woman is it's a rabbit hole that's just been like taking me for a loop lately <laughs> I mean yeah. it's something that has brought you all the way to Hawaii it's something that you know that governs how I interact with my daughter every day mm-hmm. um yeah but well, I love that what I do love about doing this podcast with you is that I kind of feel like we're figuring life as we go like we don't have the answers to everything <laughs> and half the time we're in the shit show we don't. but, but kind of, sometimes I swear though like in the beginning of of recording we were just like I just feel like we shouldn't say that what if we're wrong what if we're saying the wrong thing what if like okay let's just put a disclaimer in the beginning of every episode that um we don't think that a lot of the things that we're saying are fact <laughs> We're just talking. We're just contemplating. Yep. Um, Basically. Yeah. I mean, and I do think, yeah, I think we were super naive in our last episode of just like, oh, we have all these episodes we want to do, which we still do. Mm-hmm. It was like a month before um, I was due to give birth. And I don't think you had completely decided you were moving at the time yet, but you were, you know, you were like oh. in the thick of that process of being like, hmm. I had there I had just come back from vacation from Hawaii so I was in Hawaii and I was in flight when you were giving birth ironically so I landed I landed that I got all these notifications I joined us in labor I was like holy moly um gosh that was crazy we got to save that story for another episode but oh yeah I know definitely I'm going to drop that episode. Um, but yeah, one thing I've, I've learned is that life could quickly change, um, whether you're ready for it or not. Yep. And I learned that the hard way in 2018. And since then, I kind of asked myself, like, how do you want to live here? Because right now, ask any of your friends, they were probably if they were to describe you in any sort of adjective, one of them would be busy. And I don't want to be like that anymore. I want a life-work balance. And I realized that I would just be in all these projects and doing all these things, partly because I didn't want to deal with the internal turmoil that was brewing inside me for the longest time. And in order to not deal with it, I rather spend myself in and do all these things or go see people and become super codependent on my friends and being busy you know and I get burnt out and I'm feeling that here in Hawaii I think that I mean it just as somebody who's been in your life for the past two years um I think that I'm I think I'm not I don't think I'm proud of you I'm proud of you being able to just like sit and sit in that and see that about yourself you know that's a really scary decision to make especially since you just you know you're talking about not feeling settled most of your life and you just 
basically, you know, you were like, okay, anything that was giving me whatever false sense of of security, false sense of security, you have had the courage to let go. And now you're trying to figure out how you can find it for real for yourself, you know, doing the thing, spending the time, your time the way you want to. Yeah. Anyways, so now that though you have a little bit more time on your hands, are we going to be actually doing more episodes? (laughs) Girl, I'm free. So (laughs) you let me know. So we do have an episode that we do want to drop, which is, it's kind of like opening a time capsule. So we recorded a DG check-in, a GNA session, we call it, prior to Jelena giving birth. So all of the questions that we had, and um, we'll be recording when after giving birth and sending with that. So if any of you guys have any questions or um, like us to feature anyone, um, just DM us on our Instagram and our email. I think, oh, um, I forgot to mention too, is that this is a really good time for us to get back into the work that we were doing before with their gorgeous with the gorgeous guests specifically, because this is what, you know, I feel like when we first started, I was sort of going through what you're going through right now in Hawaii is I quit my job and moved my whole life from California to Guam and was very much in the beginning of stages of like figuring out how I wanted to build this new life yeah. that I, yeah. I blew up my old life and I was making a new one. <laughs> no, but. But like, you know, and it really was so inspiring and it helped so much to, to, to talk to other, um, to other beautiful beings, you know, who might have gone through these types of transitions or leaps themselves um, and learn about their stories. So I'm really excited to get back on that bandwagon. No, absolutely. And we, we met by slim chance and this podcast happened because we decided to grab coffee one day and I think that's And now there's like 7 million podcasts on Guam. (laughs) We did not start the podcast trend, Master Random. (laughs) Master Random, shout out. The OG podcast. But we did start the anchor trend, (laughs) y'all. Moving forward too, you know, it's it's kind of exciting to see like how this is going to take off um, in what forms. Uh, it might be expanding to more than just a podcast. There may be a, a GM Mama series. There may be potential room and growth to do all sorts of things. And um, if anything, we're very appreciative to everyone listening and also for being patient with us as we kind of tackle life <laughs> on its own as we're equally trying to like figure shit out. That's the beautiful thing about our community. Yep. But right. yeah, any last thoughts before we sign off? No, I mean, hang in there. If whoever's reading this or reading this, <laughs> listening to this, uh, needed to hear that. And um, uh, we got this. We all got yep. this. Okay. Yep. Until next time, stay tuned and we'll be dropping another episode soon. If you haven't done so yet, you can follow us on Instagram at Dear Gorgeous Letters. And don't forget to subscribe. Bye.
Bye.